Recently, I flipped a luxury house in Arizona for $5.1 million that resulted in a net profit in my pocket of $1.2 million. But then eight months later, due to a crazy boom in luxury housing, that same property resold for $6.75 million, which means I could have made another $1.5 million on the deal. On this video, I wanna share with you why this happened and the lessons I learned coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. As a real estate investor and especially a flipper, you never want to operate your business in the rearview mirror. Hindsight is 2020. It's easy to second guess your decisions rather than accept what is and move forward. Your past and especially your mistakes are only a reference point to learn from, but on this video, I'm gonna Monday morning quarterback myself on a recent deal I flipped. First, let me show you what happened, the mistakes I made, and then what I learned and did on the next deal. Now this deal was a new construction luxury flip. I bought a one acre property from a wholesaler in a very desirable neighborhood in Scottsdale, Arizona for just under 1 million. Then I tore down the existing home and built a 7,000 square foot luxury home to flip. Now this is known as spec building, which means I didn't have a buyer when I started building it. Similar to fixing and flipping an existing home, spec building is when you build a new construction home that meets the market demand and then sell it after it's built for market value to a move-in ready retail buyer. Now, as you can imagine, spec building and especially luxury spec building requires a certain amount of expertise as well as the ability to manage risk. Now, I refer to this as risk tolerance. More on that in a minute. Well, shortly after starting the project, the COVID pandemic hit, I remember being scared out of my mind what would happen to the market. Initially, there was so much uncertainty about the economy and especially real estate, but I decided to keep going with the deal. We sat down with my bake lender and reassured him that we'd see the project to the finish line. And during that time, we didn't slow down. It took about a year to finish building the most exquisite home, which is amazing that we did it in one year. Right now, as of this recording, it would take me two years to build that same house due to the massive shortages in labor and material caused by inflation and the crazy high demand in the marketplace. As we were nearing completion, it started to become obvious that the market was exploding. We weren't even done yet and agents and buyers were coming forward wanting to see it. I mean, this house was amazing. By far the coolest house I've ever built or rehabbed. And then we received an offer for $5.15 million that was about $500,000 more than we initially projected when we started. And it wasn't even finished or up for sale yet. At that sale price, I'd make $1.2 million net profit on the deal, and this is the big mistake I made. The money clouded my vision, and I ignored what was going on in the market. You see, all the signs were that the market was going up. All the data showed that there was not enough luxury homes for sale, especially as nice as mine. We were getting so much interest, and all the indicators said that if we held out just a little bit longer, we could get a lot more for this house. But I let fear dictate my decisions. What if I can't find another buyer willing to pay 5.1 million for my house? 
What if this boom doesn't last and I can't sell it and I get stuck with this deal? What if the pandemic completely tanks the economy? What if the bank calls my loan due? I mean, I started to worry about the most ridiculous worst case scenarios. I started to stress about stress before there was stress to stress about. I mean, can you relate? Do you realize that most of the things we worry about never actually happen? Now, I've usually got a really healthy relationship with risk. I mean, I'm spec building a $5 million house after all. I can manage the anxiety of doing big deals pretty well. I've exercised my stress muscle. I've worked for years to increase my ability to manage risk or what I call risk tolerance. And so I want to take a minute to talk about this. I want to encourage you to do an honest inventory of your current risk tolerance. Investing in real estate requires risk. Some deals and some strategies are riskier than others. For example, wholesaling, especially using the assignment method, is very low risk because you don't actually own the properties. You're not investing your money or borrowing money to buy the properties. You're simply flipping your contract. On the contrary, owning rentals or fixing and flipping requires that you get funding, buy the properties, take title, own them, make improvements, and rent or flip them, which requires more risk on your part. So if you have a very low risk tolerance, wholesaling is a good place to start in real estate. If you have a higher risk tolerance, or as your risk tolerance increases, fix and flip or rentals might be a good fit for you. Here's a simple litmus test to determine your risk tolerance. If you were to invest $10,000 into a deal and were to lose that money, either your own money or you had to then pay it back to someone, how detrimental would that be? How far would that set you back? On a scale of one to 10, with one being it would suck, but not set you back at all, and 10 being devastation and would take years to recover, where would you score right now? Based on how you score, decide what's the right strategy for you. But whatever level you're at, make a conscious effort to grow your risk tolerance. Push yourself to the next level. It's gonna be uncomfortable. You're gonna experience anxiety. It's gonna be stressful, but that's how you develop. Maybe that means you do a really simple carpet and paint flip and you go through the experience of getting funding, managing a handful of contractors, waiting to get paid until you flip it, and you learn how to tolerate that level of risk. Then do it a few more times until that level of risk feels comfortable. Then push yourself to the next level and put yourself right back into an uncomfortable place where you feel anxious all over again. And then you do that again and again, all the while doing bigger deals and developing your risk tolerance. Pretty soon, operating outside your comfort zone feels normal and it becomes the way you show up and you continually have massive growth in your business and life. That's been my path and my experience. When I first started in real estate 18 years ago, my risk tolerance was fairly low. I started wholesaling houses in Detroit for five and $10,000. But over the past 18 years, I've worked and worked and worked to increase my risk tolerance and today I can successfully manage a lot of risk and as a result, my businesses make me millions of dollars a year. The point I'm trying to make is that you will never do a million dollar profit deal if you don't start learning how to tolerate risk. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is that you don't earn your way to success, you learn your way to success. It's never about the destination and always about the journey. With my new construction flip in Arizona, when we started getting a lot of interest from buyers, there was a part of me that said, 
Jerry, don't sell, not yet. Be patient a little longer. Ride this wave up for at least six more months. Hold on right now and don't sell it. But I didn't listen and I signed a contract for 5.15 million and I closed a few months later and walked away with $1.2 million in net profit. And yes, that is absolutely incredible to make that much profit on one deal. And yes, I feel so accomplished for doing that. I mean, you need to understand something. I had a written goal for 10 years to one day do a single deal that made a million dollar profit. For me, it wasn't a matter of if, but rather when. So that deal was a major manifestation in my life and extremely pivotal in my resetting my financial thermostat for what I'm capable of doing. But I paid dearly for not following my gut and not following my heart and for letting fear lead out and dictate my decision to sell early. After going under contract for 5.15 million, I quickly realized the mistake I made. Within weeks, we received a backup cash offer for $5.5 million. And we still had to finish some things on the house before we could close. And I was praying that our buyer would back out of the contract for some reason, but he didn't. So we closed and I sat and watched the market climb and climb and climb. And for whatever reason, our buyer who paid 5.15 million for this house turned around and resold it eight months later for 6.7 million. That means if I would have held out just eight more months, I would have made 2.7 million on this deal. And when I saw that my buyer resold it for 6.7 million, I wanted to cry. We had worked so hard. We bought a property, tore down an existing home, designed and built the most amazing home, took risks, borrowed money, managed contractors, did all the work just to watch our buyer make more flipping it than I did. Heartbreaking, but that's how it works in real estate. Sometimes success really is about being in the right place at the right time. So even though I made 1.2 million and lost out on 1.5 million, it was a great learning experience. Here's why. Fast forward now another year to early 2022. I have another luxury deal very similar to this one. This was a fix and flip that I purchased for 1.8 million. I spent approximately 1 million on the rehab. We did a complete gut and redesign, including building an additional two car garage. It's practically new construction. So I'm all in for 2.8 million and then when it came time to flip it, the market value was about $5 million for this house, which means I would make a net profit of over $1.5 million if I were to sell. But just like last time, all the indicators are that this house has a lot more room to go up in the current market. And this time I listened and didn't sell it. Instead, I'm giving myself 12 months to let it appreciate. I decided to furnish it and lease it for 12 months for $25,000 a month to a billionaire who's in the process of building a new house and needs somewhere temporary to live. Now my gut is telling me that in another year, this house will sell for six million and maybe even more. And while I'm being patient in the meantime, I'm cash flowing over $10,000 a month. Now, if you think that's brilliant, leave a comment and say, Jerry, way to learn from the past. You are a flipping genius. And I could be wrong, time will tell, but the highest growing class in America is the rich. And if you think there's a housing shortage in general, you need to understand there is a massive shortage of luxury housing for the wealthy. By the way, this deal started as a fix and flip and ended up being a BRRRR. BRRRR stands for Buy, Rehab, Rent, Refinance, Repeat. Now, if you'd like me to do a video and show you how I structured this deal and break it all down, leave a comment and let me know. And if you haven't yet, 
Be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos exclusively about wholesaling and flipping. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.